Oh, wait. Yes, it is. It's happening. Why does it do this to me? Every time I look at the on air, it just goes zero, zero, like repeated zeros. But Arsenal don't do zero anymore. They do three, one. Three, one, North London derby. Did you see that one coming? Um, you asked me, I'd say no. But you, what did you think? Did you see one of the reports that said that White bullied Kane? Who said it? Jamie well, Carragher. Yeah. What do you well, think about that? I, tell you what, uh, I think there's some truth to it. Mm. Uh, I, I think if you think back to the first couple of minutes, he made that slide tackle, uh, put Kane on his ass, mm. and you know he, he won a few headers in the air. You know, White, we talked about it last week about winning headers in the air. This is a defender that's going to get bullied. And, yeah, he certainly didn't look like he got bullied by Kane that much on Sunday. Yeah, true. And I thought, you know, uh, on which, if you saw the Liverpool-Brentford game the day before, mm. Matt Tony bullied Van Dyke and the other lad, the, I can't remember his name, uh, the two centre-ups, mm. absolutely fucking murdered them. And nobody's thinking that Van Dyke is a pussy or is a weakling. So I think it was blown out of proportion a little bit. Tony is an absolute animal, uh, and certainly there's a you know, defenders at the minute don't know how to play against him. Uh, I watched Brentford the week before against well, it was Wolves, I think it was. They were awesome. Yeah, they and were. They are a good team. Yeah, yeah they are a good team. Uh, and Tony and the other striker, because they play four four two, they're a class. Uh, so yeah, I think that the idea of Ben White being a bad defender, I think, uh, or being bullied, I think. Hopefully, it might not be put to bed, but certainly it's losing credibility uh, you know, week by week. So, you know, I, I'm loving the defence. They, yeah, they, they look solid. Uh, I think Spurs, you know, even if they're playing shit, they're still you know, a, a scary attacking force, aren't they? Uh, and I think that was evidence you know, that their goal, they did, at the second half, yes, they did play better, but, mm. you know, I wasn't entirely surprised I liked how Ramsdale was you know, genuinely fucked off uh, yeah did you hear what he said after the game when he said uh, he said uh, you know the truth is I shouldn't shouldn't have let that goal in he said I should have yeah. pushed my weight forward so I could have got a little bit more spring in my hand and I could have pushed it onto the post inside, yeah. yeah I mean uh, what a guy I'm just so impressed yeah. with Ramsdale I can't I can't I say anything except this guy's amazing you know just, I'm yeah. blown away uh, by him. Totally blown away by him. I am, and I think it's it's, it's mad, isn't it? How yeah, you know, I, I can't remember what we said. I don't know if we were particularly negative about it. Not very, but we weren't positive either. I think we were in the middle. We yeah. were just seems like a lot of money to pay for a keeper. He's gone down yeah. with two teams. Let's hope he don't make it three. <laughs> it was something like that. Yeah, yeah, but we yeah. didn't really and comment on his skill set. Yeah. Skeptical, yeah, I think so. Uh, Skeptical. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I'm glad we didn't sort of jump off the train. I think Arsenal fans are guilty of that sometimes. Aren't they? Yeah, they are, they're they very, are. They're, I mean, they're very, we blew it all out of all proportion. And when you think about the Brentford, you know, we had nine players or eight players missing because of COVID. They didn't even know what the team was going to be yeah. on, on that Friday. So We had a kid up know, front. 
He's a very talented kid, but just probably wasn't the right time. But yeah, um, the only the only the only fly in the ointment for me was guess who? When he was back in the team, I was going mad. I was going mad when I saw Shaka in the team, and I wasn't entirely happy with his performance. I didn't think it was bad, but I just don't like the way. You know what irritated me? Yeah, I mean, he made a couple of silly fouls, which you'd expect. Um, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't make any major errors, but. Passes yeah, there was a stray pass straight to the opposition in the in our own yeah, third. Or the, and there's one where he just fucking punts it at his teammate. Yeah. And if you're his teammate, like, cheers. Like, yeah. <laughs> are we on the same team? Uh, but I thought overall, he certainly didn't make, did make any glaring errors. And he didn't... I thought he played quite well. I think him and Partey uh, played all right. Yeah, another Arsenal fan I spoke to said the same, you know, that this... Because I said, what the hell is going on? Why is Pepe not in the team? And uh, this Arsenal fan said, well, his best midfield partner is Shaka. I said, is it really, is, is the midfield that bad that Shaka is the best option? I'm sorry. I said, I just don't actually understand what, what you he... Mean Laconga. Joe, you mean Laconga, then you got Pepe. Yeah, no, but it's because Pepe was dropped. That was why. Because Laconga, where was... Laconga was dropped, wasn't he? Yeah, but so was Pepe. Because he was he started yeah, the last game. The right yeah, I know, but I'm just saying to accommodate him. Because maybe Partey was oh. on the bench. I don't remember who, but Pepe was definitely playing against Burnley from the start. That's all uh, I can remember. Yeah, was, but Let's yeah, have a look at the team. Know, but you see what I know. I know they're not in this. Yeah, and also you know Sambi Lukonga, I would take him over over uh, well, yeah, Shaka any day. Playing, yeah, yeah. And, Pepe. and I, I thought he would go back to two holding midfielders. I figured he would. Uh, I think Burnley was a little bit of an experimentation, but it's almost like you know, let's try something different a little bit. So he did play Odegaard, but he cut more of it as an eight, didn't he? Uh, so I was disappointed, and yeah, I, I have to admit, I was disappointed that uh, Jacka played and the Conga didn't start. Yeah. So I thought, well, hang on a second. Yeah, the Congress played world. Where what, what does Xhaka have to do to get dropped? I know yeah, it's just insane. He gets sent off, and then he gets COVID, uh, despite having you know, complete fucking access to the vaccine. And, and I was just like, what does this man have to do to not fucking play for our team? So basically, it was only I, Pepe got dropped. He was he got dropped. Saka got put in the because he must have played. I think yeah, yeah Saka exactly. was deeper. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So think, and then, yeah, and I thought, why, Lekonga. why, and yeah, look, actually, why was Lekong? No, Lekonga apparently didn't play, or maybe he came on a sub. Yeah, he came on as a sub oh, for no, Smith Road. Yeah. 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 Sorry, no, you're right. It was yeah. Party that was the main holding midfielder. Yeah. And Odegaard was the eight Yeah, yeah, he seemed a bit he deeper. Yeah. Obviously, one of them had to go. He was never going to play Odegaard as an eight against Spurs. I think mm. he was too conscious of the fact that you've got Hoiberg and you've got fucking clunkers in there, you know, uh, on Dombele. So I think he was like, right, we need to win the midfield, which yeah. I think they did. Totally. You know, yeah. Uh, uh, and Shackle was so part of that to give him his due. He would play a second holding midfielder. Mm. I was annoyed it was Shackle, not. Conga. Yeah, I would have put Lukonga in for sure because he needs the experience well. and he has been playing well. He's broken he into the Belgium team as, as well, you yeah, know, and he can't yeah. even start exactly. ahead of a, ahead of a, a Swiss roll, you know. He just does my head in, you know. I call uh, him a Swiss roll because uh, he's always rolling over and he just does my head in that guy, uh, I swear. Really, really yeah, he did play quite well, you know, I have to say that. Yeah, yeah, he was instrumental in that goal. Even though it was a foul, to be honest, but I was glad he got away with it. Of course, of course, I'm going to support Shaka when he's when he's selected. But I was, I would never, I would never ever, you know, even if 
when I'm at the ground, I'm never ever booed an Arsenal player, and I'm never, I'm, I've got no intention of starting. So as much as I think he's surplus to requirements, I wouldn't do that. But you know what I wanted to say about Shaka? There was, I don't know if you noticed, there was an incident. No one picked it up on none of the pundits. But I thought there was one challenge, and I forget who the player was. He, he suddenly, he jumped in with two feet, but in a very, you know, he wasn't like, um, it wasn't like he was trying to side the guy down, but he just leapt in the air with two feet. It was just really weird. And then crashed down on the ground right behind this, this uh, Spurs player. And I just thought, what is he trying to achieve there? He, does he not understand it's not a good idea to take off with two feet? And he did it again. But it was a different sort of challenge. Did you notice that at all? Did you notice that? No, I didn't see it too. Yeah, it was just, I think the guy was shielding the ball. And Shaka was basically almost just about to tackle him from behind and had second thoughts. And so in the end, what he did, he just jumped. He jumped with two feet. I don't, you know, it didn't look dangerous but it could have. Say the guy turned. I, I really want to see that incident again, but I did sort of see it twice, I think, and I just thought, I don't know what he's doing. Nobody's picking up on it, so they everybody seems to think that's okay. But I don't... After he'd already been done for going in with two feet, and his comments after going in with two feet and getting sent off was, I didn't see anything wrong with the challenge, which to me doesn't suggest that he's ready to learn. I don't think the guy is ready to learn. Sorry to say, and I don't really want to turn it into a shaka. <laughs> no, I think we should try and be positive yeah. because I've said, I think yeah. I did think he played. Yeah, uh, I have to admit he so, played quite well. I, I would I would give him a seven probably for his performance yeah, overall. I think those first two goals, yeah. Uh, you know, you can't sort of really, you know, if, if uh, Arteta obviously sees something in him that yeah. a lot of people don't. Uh, and I think as well, like he normally does play well after a fuck up. Yes, true. Like that's true. Make, you know, he, he don't get me wrong. He will make another mistake again. Yeah, there's going to be at least one for the end of the uh, season. Yeah, for sure. But if he plays every, let me just ask this one before you know, just how many serious errors? If he plays every game between now and the end of the season, how many goals do you think he will cost Arsenal? Yeah, I would say the same. And to me... I, I don't think he, yeah. he, he makes... But it's not just the goals. It's like the, the decision-making. Yeah. You know, the silliness of it. But uh, like, uh, one, if you listen to our podcast... That wasn't a snipe, sorry. But if you listen to our <laughs> podcast... Like, uh, one of my friends, uh, Harry, is he likes Jack. Like, no uh, way. And, yeah, and he's like... Cause he's got that shit house sort of vibe about him and sometimes you do need that shithouse vibe and I, yeah, I, I don't disagree with that yeah I kind of see the point actually I do see the point because sometimes you need somebody who breaks up play and he breaks up play because yes. he does a lot of silly yeah, things well. that actually well. does it in a professional way occasionally I've got to give him some credit uh, the guy I never disliked him in the beginning he just made me dislike him with some pretty poor performances along the way and, and as you yeah. said terrible decision making it was like um, yeah. like some yeah really I've just never seen anything like it you know that there's no sign of learning you know going on but you're yeah. right you're he's right he's sort yeah, of he's, he's, he's very frustrating and then, so I, and then I'll get mad because he's not even tough he doesn't appear to be tough yeah. you know and yeah, that irritates me tough. if he was a yeah. real tough guy and did silly things I'd probably accept it more because I'd be scared he'd chase yeah, after well, me that's what we said and, yeah Keen and, yeah, know, those guys. Jeez. But yeah. they also had a lot more to their game. Yeah, and they than just being a tough guy. Yeah, they were so, so good at passing. Yeah. And he doesn't have his limited go. Vieira, you know, yeah, they broke up play. They, they were a tough guy, but they passed, they moved, they were the engine. Like they had, they had all these things. Zach is, yeah, Jack is quite mobile. But yeah, I think aside from that performance, yeah. sorry, aside from that pick, where I think we all were a little surprised. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, how we played, we came out of the, of the gates fucking fast. Yeah. Uh, you know, no messing around from Arsenal. And straight away, they looked positive. And I think there was a chance for Aubameyang early doors. Yeah, there was. Near post. Yeah. Uh, I think it was going wide anyway. But that kind of certainly signaled the intent 
yeah, myself. Yeah, Of Arsenal. And they just, yeah, that first half, they just absolutely blitzed them. And every time Spurs look like they might be coming back into it, like if you think the, the, the Spurs have had about five minutes of possession, they were looking good, and then bam, we hit them on the counter. Uh, and so counter-attack, a counter-attacking team, which is what Spurs were definitely last year, that's always quite nice. And just the speed and the sort of the fluidity of it. Uh, you know, like the first goal, you know, I loved that Saka did well. Uh, and then Smith Rowe's run across the, the box, uh, you know, just shows someone that, you know, I, I love that sort of goal because he calmly sort of slotted away. The second goal was, was good team football. You know, really, yeah. Jack at one ball, uh, you know, Bamiyan came deep for Tierney, played it off around the corner to Smith Rowe, and Smith Rowe burst. I never knew he had that much acceleration in his locker. Yeah, uh, I always thought he was quick. Yeah, he doesn't strike me as being fast, does he? But he, he, you know, and then the pass, and the pass wasn't great to Bamiyan. Mm. Fuck me, what a finish. Like, he couldn't hit it anywhere else. Yeah, he actually got right in the corner, and that's exactly where it went. So, he, yeah. He, you know, he had no real other options other than smash that in the corner. Yeah. Uh, and he did and then so obviously that's that and then the third goal you kind of knew it wasn't going to be Spurs' day <laughs> yeah yeah Kane that's true wasn't getting much service he was having a bit of a stink of not Ben White was bossing him a little bit and Gabriel was doing well against him as well and then he loses the ball because he comes he came quite deep again didn't he I think that yeah I didn't watch much of the Spurs analysis uh, yeah me but too but certainly that was a, a point they were making Kane was coming ridiculously deep, and you know, etc., etc. And he loses the ball. He runs back forty odd yards, fifty yards to win the ball back. Slide tackles and inadvertently helps Zaka. <laughs> and get the third goal, and then you just think, yeah, it's not their day. Uh, and and, and I, what I also liked as well. I don't know if you saw this. Was all three of them? Obviously, Thierry Henry was in the stands. Yeah, they were doing the Thierry Henry celebration, weren't they? It was all three of them. Yeah. And I, I liked that. That was a little nod to the past. Yeah, it was great. It was clever mm. by the players because it's like that gets the fans on board. And, you know, we, we, I think we might have mentioned this last week. Arsenal, Twitter, Arsenal is very different to Arsenal fans. Yeah, but. And, yeah. Or online Arsenal is very different to Arsenal. Like, they've been nothing but supportive of Arteta. Uh, since you know, since the season, well, certainly since September, and uh, Arsenal have been a bit savvier with the PR. Like I don't know if you saw, with uh, Mertesacker came out and did an interview last week yeah. on a blog, and he was yeah. there for two hours, and he's talking about the process, and he's talking about how it's going to take time, and you know what we're aiming towards. And when you have that sort of transparency. And that, you know, it's not going to go into all the minor details of our tactics, but this is our vision. And you're talking about that only is going to get fans inside. And, you know, you look to that team again, we mentioned this after Burnley, you know, aside from uh, Aubameyang and Partey and Jacko, all of those players are under 23, 24. So the potential for growth is massive. And, you know, it's very encouraging to see an entire back four. That already start, yeah, and more back five if you play, play Yeah, already starting to look, yeah. show signs of being a, a unit, and of course they'll have bad days, but it's already looking promising, and they're all under twenty. Uh, you know, we finally got someone to play. Gabriel is looking good. You've got Tierney's always you know, been good since he started, pretty much. Tommy Asu is fitting in like a glove. Really uh, nice. Yeah. He has, you know, and he got he got the Arsenal man of the match, which is interesting because I was wondering what these games these people were watching, but uh, sure. he played well, don't get me wrong. And he yeah, yeah, he was, he was one of the best fun. players, but he wasn't the best. Yeah. I mean, as, as much as uh, I rate him, I do. But, yeah, yeah I would have given yeah, it probably to Saka pro- or, yeah, or Smith Rowe. Yeah. Saves, he? Yeah. Tyford Mansell armed it off and he kicked it out. Sort of yeah, he's very good. alert, very alert. That's a good yeah, sign, was, really yeah. good sign. Uh, Yeah, really. Because of the signings that we've made. And, you know, if you think about it, new goalkeeper, new right back, new centre half, Partey feels like a new signing. Yeah. The Conga, it is a new signing. Mm. Uh, you know, 
and then you've got Odegaard. So you've got you know, six players there. You know. Yeah, it does does feel good having all these having all these new sign-ins. I don't know if you're still there though. Oh no! So oh, you're back. Who, who's underrated? Uh, Odegaard. Yes, I, I rate him. I've always rated him, but um, but My not. Boy's performance on Sunday would have got under the radar compared to like your Smith Rose and Sackers who did score. Yeah. Uh, I thought, yeah, Odegaard pressed so much, and some of his balls around the corner, and some of the things he was doing was just so quick, and he just got so much space. And Spurs, like, I think it's. Spurs are a team that's in a little bit of disarray at the minute. Yeah, you know, that's true. What the midfield, what the midfield, their midfield was playing at, God only knows. Like, Deli Ali is not a central midfielder. Uh, I, I don't know why they play him there because he's not a central midfielder. He's a 10, and that was, they talked about that a little bit on the analysis as well. Uh, and so, you know, we took advantage, and you know, we took advantage of a poor, you know, poor performing. Spurs team. Mm. Uh, so yeah, it's it's, it's it, you know, obviously winning the derby. The only thing I thought of was, was like I wish almost we'd played it at Spurs because I reckon they were they were that much there for the take. Oh, we could yeah. have got a result at Spurs, you know. Uh, but yeah, it's fantastic. Like, like what a great uh, experience, and <coughs> and you know, it, it, the future does seem to be a bit more positive with players and the signings that he's made yeah the signings are all all coming good aren't they really pretty yeah. much all of them and it's a far cry to how it used to be you know a year ago yeah well i think obviously with william last year david mm. Luiz, they're both arteta signings aren't they uh or no arteta thought it was a good idea to give them Keep, extension yeah uh you know and, and i think they've gone away they know now Project Youth, I think, is, is what they're trying to do. Because I think Arteta has realised, I can't afford, if I want to be mini-pep, I can't afford the players that City can afford. Mm. But what do I have to do? I have to teach young players how to play I want, how to play the way I want them to play. And I think he's finally learned that. And, yeah, it's, it's very, very positive. And you saw the, the attitude and the atmosphere amongst the players. They seem to be... Mm. And Arteta too. Arteta has just yeah. been very positive. You know, when do you remember when he said that thing? This has been the best, and this was before Arsenal started winning games, wasn't it? When he said it's been the best two weeks of my management career at Arsenal, and I was thinking that maybe Arsenal had won one game at that point, probably against yeah. West Brom away or something in that um, Carabao Cup. I think it was yeah. then. I think that's when he came out with it. Or maybe Arsenal just won one game in the league. But it, Norwich, yeah, I think I'm trying to think when he said it, but he said it very quite a long time ago. And I thought I like what he's saying. I don't actually believe him because it can't possibly yeah. be the best two weeks of his managerial career. How can it possibly be? He won the FA Cup. Has he has yeah. he forgotten that? So this can't be true. But I like what he's saying anyway. And it is positive. Well, I think, yeah, I think he was he was fucking Mardy, wasn't he? Yeah. He was Mardy with the press. He was Mardy with the fans. And, you know, I think he needed to... And, and the Grove has written about this quite quite a lot. Mm. And I quite like how he's sort of worded it. I, I, I always try and sort of paraphrase yeah. what he said. I do agree with a lot of what Yeah, me writes. too, me too. Um, I do like the Grove. And, but he, he talks about Arteta having an attitude shift. Like oh. he's like someone, he, he thinks that someone's had a word with him. And he goes, look, you know, the players pick up on this negativity and fans certainly pick up on it. And, you know, it's your duty to, you know, this is your project as well. Yeah. This is your baby. Yeah. You know? And certainly we all think as well that, you know, if these results hadn't gone well, uh, you know, would he be still in a job this time now, really? He could have been uh, out. Yeah, he could have been out. And I think, He's been he's been given a bit of a pass, and I think just because of the signings and the, the youth, the the youngness of the team, yeah. I think that will help him out a little bit. Uh, and of course, we're going to lose, and of course, they're going to have bad games. Like I think, like Saka, for example, I think Saka's had a pretty slow start to the season. Yeah, okay, good. He's on now, 
after that game. That was one hell of a performance. Yeah. One of his best. Um, what I was going to say, yeah, with Arteta, he just seems... Uh, yeah, oh, you said you said he was um, a bit narky with the fans or rude about the fans. I, I just wanted to know... No, not really. I think yeah. he's, just, he's just short in the yeah. and he was Oh, OK. Yeah, because I'm really... I could tell there was an attitude shift, though. I, I, I know what... That's where you picked it up from, right? The Le Grove. Yeah. And I could see, or I not hit, see it, but so much as hear it, you know, I thought, he's just faking this positivity, but it might be a good thing. I, I was just thinking that. But I think somebody else in the in the media said that I can't possibly be be being honest that this is the best the best time in his managerial career, even though it's not been he's not been in it that long, this this kind of job. It can't possibly be. But then and it suddenly became probably it is now, <laughs> you know, after yeah. so that 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 kind of positive vibe that he was giving out. And and in the lead up to that game as well, when I saw the Spurs manager and Arteta, I thought, well, Arteta's by far the more positive manager right now. Because the other guy seems under pressure. He's just looks worried. He looked worried before the game to me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is a manager that the Spurs didn't want. Spurs never really wanted Nuno. He's like their seventh choice or something ridiculous like that. They'll so, kick him out in no uh, time. You know what Levy's like. He'll just kick him out. Yeah. So yeah, I think they will. Uh, he'll have a couple more games. I think Spurs they are in danger of you know, doing what Arsenal did. They're the sinking. Yeah. Uh, they're not careful. They you know, look they awful. When you think like Burnley and Norwich look better than Spurs, to be honest, yeah, I really did. I mean, I was more worried about those games. It wasn't just because of the scoreline; it was just the way the way Arsenal ripped Spurs to shreds at the start. I've just, I haven't. I mean, it's a lot down to Arsenal more than Spurs being a poor team. Maybe they are a poor team as well, but I don't think they're that useless. I'm sure you know you can't change that quickly. I think it's just the tact their tactics were wrong and you know, maybe then you look at Kane, Kane's still he, part of his brain is in Manchester, I suppose, after all that transfer speculation. So he's not firing on all cylinders. They've still got uh Sun. Oh, I'm trying to learn how to pronounce his name, by the way, I still haven't managed yet. But anyway, they've still got him and obviously he managed to nick a goal, which was a bit of a dot on the cards, really. I thought, I thought, yeah, yeah. It was. It wasn't too surprising, though. Like, we kind of, I got the feeling that they obviously got bollocked uh, at half time. They brought on two players uh, and things. They, they tackled, and Arsenal were quite, Arsenal were happy to sit back. Yeah, I think you know, so. I think, I think you know, I, like, just the game. as much as I like Arteta, I think, I think he was a bit slow with his subs. Um, yeah, for example, like with Shaka. Do you remember Shaka went down with, with cramp at one point. Yeah. And then after yeah, that, yeah, yeah. he left him on and then he was injured. He could have taken him off yeah. then, off, you know, because he was... Yeah, and the injury wasn't yeah. connected to the cramp, was No, it? no, I don't think it was, yeah. Uh, but... Uh, it's a really freak accident. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I agree. I, I thought... And I don't think the goal... Well, the goal was, yeah, wasn't helped by Xhaka being injured, but I don't think... Yeah. Uh, they just had sustained pressure, didn't they, Spurs, for a while when... Kind of got the feeling that goal was coming. Yeah, but you know, you know, when you get that feeling that the goal's coming, that's that's really when, as a manager, you should make the changes. I, I, yeah. I personally, I, if I was on, if I had control of the team, which I never will have, but just saying, if I did, if I put myself in Arteta's shoes, I can see why sometimes they don't want to mess with the formula. But the, at yeah. that point. The formula had worked, but it wasn't working at that time. And you give it, say, 10 minutes and then, you know, it's all Spurs. It's all Spurs. They've got 70% of the ball and they're starting to look a little bit threatening. And because the levels, they were, you know, the, the players really applied themselves right from the start and they were throwing, you know, they were chasing everything, chasing everything. So, of course, they were knackered. And so you needed new legs. That's all. I wasn't, when I would have taken Shaka off, not because I'd, don't like him that much. It's not for that reason. I just thought the guy's got cramp. He's immobile. So maybe Arteta thought well, he's immobile anyway. So he, you know, if he's got cramp, it doesn't make any difference because he doesn't run that much. But actually, he was running quite a lot 
compared to normal. I saw him chasing the ball into Spurs' half at one point. And I think that's what gave him cramp because he's not used to it. So when he came back, yeah, it was after that run. Did you see it? He tried to close down. I think he tried to close down the goalkeeper. I forget. Or, or a defender who was very deep. And he ran miles. You know, I just thought, that can't be Shaka. Blinking is, you know. And and then, and then he came back and then he was laying on the floor. And I thought, yeah, well, now, now it's all... You know the the chickens are coming home to roost. You know he can't deal with this this running thing because that's yeah, not his game. Yeah. So I thought time to take him off. Actually, not because he was playing badly, just because I thought, well, if if you got cramp, you're more likely to get injured, aren't you? Really? Yes. That's course, all yeah, I was thinking. Uh, yeah, no, and, he, and I think he deserves almost as well as another one. Like he deserved a round of applause from the fans. Yeah, yeah, and he got yeah. it too, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, and I was overall, of course, as you know, I've been quite pleased, quite pleased with Arteta from from the word go. Really, when he came in, won won the FA Cup against the odds, and he was still. But I was just getting to the end of my tether with it, purely because of the results, really, and and performances. Though the opening, even though as there were mitigating circumstances. Up and down a bit. This. Yeah. Yeah, because you've got we've got kids. Yeah. Uh, so that's factor, and you've got the fact that they're still new players playing with each other. We've got half a new team essentially. Like, you know, I think we can both agree on the back five. Well, three of them yeah. are new. Uh, Party hasn't played much, uh, so there's an element of rustiness there. The Congo, you know, Xhaka will play most games. I think, and I think Xhaka is. Arguably our second best midfielder. Mm. I think the Congo will surpass him, and I hope that the Congo surpasses him this year. Mm. But I think at the minute, I think Jacker overall, in terms of experience and you know, uh, big game sort of experience, definitely, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I as, as you know, I couldn't, I couldn't bring him back in the team. I wouldn't be able to bring Jacker back in after his errors, you know. You know, errors of judgment, really. So uh, I, I personally, I, I have a, I have a problem playing him. I'd, I'd have him on the bench though, because I mean, he is an experienced player, and the, and the other players seem to like him a lot. So there are, he has got plenty of things going for him, but obviously, as we've been through it before, haven't we? That um, pace isn't one of them. Uh, making the right calls on the pitch. That's also not one of his strong points. I'm trying to list uh, some. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this, listing all the things that that Shaka's not good at. But you know, on the plus side, he was one of the five captains. Or is that a minus? I'm not sure. Um, anyway, um, let's let's look at some of the news while I wait for um, for for Skype to do its thing and reconnect Alex. So what what? What are the mirrors saying about all this? What are the mirrors saying about all this? You might ask. Um, says Jose Mourinho's Jose Mourinho's prediction about Nicolas Pepe has not come to fruition, as Arteta excluded him from his strongest eleven. And as you know, he wouldn't have been excluded from my strongest eleven. And there you go. All right. So yeah, I was just reading. Yeah, I was just reading from the mirror. Because Mourinho okay. was saying Mourinho was saying Pepe would be in the Arsenal strongest eleven. Apparently, I never heard him say that. But then, of course, he was left out. As a, he didn't look very happy on the bench, and I don't suppose you no, can expect him to. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't exactly electric um, in the last game. I've got to say, I wasn't very happy with him, Pepe against Burnley. And you know, I'm a massive fan of Pepe. I wasn't happy with his performance at all. I didn't mean he was terrible, but he wasn't good. Wasn't good enough. Yeah. So I no, could I sort of see, no, no, yeah, 
I could sort of see why he was dropped, but I thought he would tear up Spurs. That's why I'd have put him in. But I wasn't happy with the Burnley game. Yeah. No. And Norwich more. Norwich, I was happier with him, I seem to recall. Yeah. Like, good against you know, Burnley. I was very impressed. I yeah, think it was Burnley yeah, came well, on. notice though when uh, you know Arteta was going round and uh, celebrating with lots of the players and the staff yeah it was great to see but I just I don't know if it was just me but he seemed every time every time Ainsley was near he just sort of went past him and hugged somebody else and then Ainsley was near uh, again and he went past him I don't I think I might be reading too much into it but that's how it looked that's just how it looked Yes. Yeah. I wasn't looking to see that. I just 
I just saw him go past him a couple of times. And I wasn't, yeah, and I know, I know they mostly pick up on everything, but I was just watching the celebrations and I just thought, wait, uh, he's hugging everybody except Ainsley. Is, is it because he hugged him already? You know, he may have hugged him already. And, that, and, and so therefore, you know, why would he keep hugging the same? But he kept hugging the same guy who's a member of staff. And I don't actually know who that person is. And, you know, so he was basically hugging everyone except Ainsley. That's, I'm not, I'm, I mean, I am serious. That's what, I don't know if, you know, maybe Ainsley said, just don't hug me, boss, or something. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe, I'm not saying there's an issue between them. I don't think there is. But I just wondered if you noticed that. It just, that's the way it looked. It doesn't mean it was, it's reality. But if you just saw that clip, Alex, if you saw that clip, at yeah. the end of the game, and you really looked at it and only saw that clip. Um, obviously, that's not the full story, is it? But based on that clip, I, I thought maybe they're not getting on that well. You know, it wasn't wasn't like a, a snub. It wasn't a snub. It wasn't like you know, like our managers at the end of the game they try and shake hands with people, and some managers don't shake hands with the <laughs> the opposition manager. It wasn't like that at all. It wasn't as extreme. It's just they sort of bypassed each other. So uh, I just wondered about that. Shaka, by the way, seems like it's going to be out for six to eight weeks, according to, according to Twitter, which I don't use much. Chris Wheatley, who's pretty famous on Twitter, he yeah, said, yeah. He said he suffered a ruptured inner ligament in his right knee. And he says that's according to Andreas Boeni. Initial diagnosis says he'll be out six to eight weeks. So I better stop moaning about him. Yeah, and he's all strapped up. He's got a picture on Instagram with him, with his daughter, and he's all strapped up. So, yeah, feel a bit sorry for him now. Yeah, it's not good because I think, you know, so who would you play? You've got Lukonga, you've got Maitland-Niles, and then struggling, you've got Elneny. Yeah. Well, to be honest, I, I, I prefer them all to... Shaka, but he must have he must have something because otherwise Arteta wouldn't keep picking him. And the same goes for uh, Emery kept picking him. So I'm just it's just my personal view. I mean, I know I'm not alone in feeling like that because obviously the pundits slam Shaka pretty much pretty much all the pundits slam him. It was funny they were trying to get Ian Wright to make a comment. And he didn't want to say anything. Did you did you notice that he didn't want to didn't want to talk about Shaka? Um, Fans feel, doesn't he, really? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's it's. Uh, I think Ian Wright, like like most of us, has probably got frustrated with Jacker over the over the years. Uh, but yeah, that is not good. You know, you don't want your your, your starting player. Uh, yeah, whether we like him or not, I think he is a starting player. Perhaps. Yeah, uh, yeah, he know. is at the moment. Yeah, or he would have been. So yeah, yeah I'm not. I'm. Missing such a big amount of game. So. Yeah, we'll have to see how we get on, obviously. Uh, so six to eight weeks, let's, let's have a look at what games he misses. Uh, mm. Obviously, Brighton. There's an international break, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There's two international breaks, actually. Yeah. So, you won't miss many games. I do think well, I think we'll play in Liverpool at some point. Uh, mm. I'm trying to get the app up. It's incredibly yeah. slow. Yeah, there's a lot of... Um... Well, actually, the run, the the running for the next few games, it's not quite a running, is it? But the next few games yeah, are not that Brian. hard, apart from compared to yeah, some. We've got, got Brighton away, uh, which won't be easy. Palace at home. Uh, yeah, Vieira's coming back. Villa at home. That'd be interesting. Mm. Uh, at the end of October, Leicester away. Yeah, they're not looking as strong as they are. So, I mean, yeah, we, we did beat them last year, but it's still obviously uh, not easy. And then Watford at home, and then after the November international break, yeah, uh, Liverpool away. So, I suspect he'll be aiming to come back for that, the Liverpool game. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. seems. Uh, and then, yeah, so, so not huge games aside, mm. you know, tricky ones, Leicester possibly. I consider them us being rivals, but you know, I think the Liverpool game he'll be aiming to be back for winning. Yeah, fingers crossed for him and Arteta. 
and even me, you know, because because actually when Lukonga came on, for I think he came on, didn't he, for uh, Shaka? Wasn't that the sort of substitution that was made? And and actually he wasn't as good as Shaka in, you know, for once. I don't. I think yeah, Shaka was because in a game like that, of course it's difficult. Yeah, to come on as a yeah, sub. The game, yeah. Looking ahead to the next game because I, I guess because it's getting a little bit late, we should probably do that. Um, what do you think? What are Arsenal's chances at Brighton? Well, they're a bit of a bogey team for us, aren't they? They are, uh, and they're doing yeah, well. I, I, yeah, they are. They're, they're above us in the league, uh, and yeah, they've, they've started off well. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're athletic. They're, Last night, then a bit of a scrap. I don't know if you saw. No, uh, I didn't see that going, game. Didn't see it. They hate each other. seems to be the most likely result. I'd probably go for an Arsenal win, mainly because they seem to have built up head of steam now. Um, Brighton's not going to be easy, so it's going to be a narrow win, if anything. Um, yeah. but, and the draw is acceptable, really, let's be honest. I think the draw is an acceptable result. Defeat, yeah, we, not really, not is it? Yeah. yeah, we're not Man City, we're not Chelsea, we're not going to beat these teams away at home. Any, although we might turn up and surprise them. I think what is against us possibly is that Brighton also aren't in Europe. So they have spent all week uh, preparing for this game, just like we would have spent all week. And they want to prove a point as well that we're just as good with with or without White. We don't need him, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I, I feel that sure. that's going to be an issue. And then there's that Eve yeah. Basuma as well, because he's obviously been yeah. linked with Arsenal, and and he'll have a point to yeah. prove. He'll think, why didn't they come and get me as well? Why did they leave yeah. me in Brighton? Not the worst place to be, yeah. but not the best either, is it? <laughs> yeah, I think that's, a, that's a, it's, quite, it's quite tasty on a couple of levels. Yeah, yeah. they'll be an athletic they'll be quite dynamic. Yeah. Uh, and they'll be physical and they'll be fast and they'll be quick and they'll be aggressive. And Arsenal, it will be a different game to the Spurs game. Arsenal will have to counter mm. a bit more. Uh, yeah, they'll have to absorb the pressure. And be defensively strong. It's a good test of our our new defence. Yeah, and see how so, far see how far Arsenal have come. Think, yeah, and I think they'll be. Yeah, it's, it's tougher than Burnley because they're better than Burnley. But there's a lot of similarities in those two games. Like there'll be, yeah, you know, the atmosphere will be uh, will be a factor. You know, the fans will be up for it. But Burnley, you know, while they weren't you know very effective. They weren't too, but they were trying to score. They yeah, really. Yeah, Burnley was a tough game. game. Very physical. Um, it's like a rugby game, basically. 
To me, to me, it's like a rugby team playing a football team, that and yeah, and the rugby team Brighton. sometimes wins. That's what's shocking. Yeah, I think Brighton, Brighton will be better than Burnley. I think Brighton will be technically. Better. Yeah, yeah, technically better. Uh, but I think there's certainly elements of that. So yeah, it's yeah. a challenge. Of course, it's a challenge. And Arsenal need to be on top of the game, and then yeah, we'll see how things go. So you're predicting a draw for that? I think it'll be one all. Yeah. I think First, yeah. I think we'll score first, and we won't get a second, and they'll score. Yeah, I'm going for a one-nil to the Arsenal. I think the first half Arsenal, second half Brighton. That's how I see it. I think it's going to be yeah, sort of Burnley part two. Really, that's that's how I'm imagining it. It's going to be well, maybe a little bit more, a bit more like the Alamo at the end. You know, I can sort of see that kind of scenario developing. I, I don't see it as an easy game, not one bit. I'm I'm being optimistic here. It's not, not what's normal for me, is it? And uh, yeah, no, and see, the funny thing is, I've been moaning about Shaka, and then when I found out about his injury, I'm all depressed about it. I'm seriously, it, yeah, it upset me. Yeah, because in for a game like Brighton, if he's going to keep his head on, he he can actually be quite useful. And so, yeah, that kind of tells you everything. Like as much as I moan about him, I realise that he did contribute quite a lot to that win. And you know he is. You can tell. You can tell the players like him a lot. It's just the way they talk about him. They always mention Shaka as as one of the experienced heads in the dressing room, and so he gets a mention in the same breath as Partey and uh, and Orba that I never pronounced properly. <laughs> Those. So they're the they're the three really the three guys that they all look to. You know. So maybe Arteta. Yeah, let's hope well, he doesn't do it. Three captains. Yeah. Yeah, and so maybe in many ways he's quite a responsible person. <laughs> but it's so hard to believe when he when he does crazy things. But anyway, talking to crazy, I suppose. Well, I suppose it's uh, time to any anything we missed that we need to cover. Do you think, or we covered more or less I think everything? Quite well, yeah. Right, I hit the music then and say adios, amigos. Right, let me turn the volume up. We're out of here.